clear my throat. <clears throat> and welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. What up, though? This is episode 121. This is going to be a fun episode. This initially was a bonus episode. Um, Stacy and Noah will be back next week. Um, you know, but today, kind of like a part three of, or part two of PA Gang. I guess we could call it that. PA Gang 2. We'll see how the it's conversation goes. Jesus, we never know. <laughs> but we have uh, Lauren on. Shit's vegan eat. Eats. Shit, vegans. Shit's vegans eat. S-H-X-2. Okay. <laughs> Hyphen. Uh, underscore. Uh, underscore. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. On Instagram. <laughs> uh, how are you doing? I'm fine. How's your I'm week? Great. Mm. It's it's okay. okay. It, it was okay. You know. Um, you know, work be wilding. But other than that. <laughs> work be wilding. Work be wilding. Other than that, it wasn't too bad. Okay. Okay. How was your week? Tiring. I wish I could have mm. called out all week. <laughs> <laughs> you get a little bit of rain or a little bit of wind chill. <laughs> it was like, what happened yesterday? It, it was windy. <laughs> you left because it was windy? Absolutely. Sure it did. Sure it did. Unreal. Took something. Must be nice. Took a little something. Went thrifting. Got Corey uh some $12 brand new Kyrie's. Mm. You know, life is good, man. I, I really enjoy thrifting. Shout out to Cassie. She gave me um this thrift Goodwill, a Goodwill uh place in Newcastle, in Delaware. And um, I'm going to check that out. Uh, I really enjoy thrifting. I have made it to the stage. 30 is wild, first off. 30 is wild. I think thrifting is a sign of age. Cause For, of, there's, like, you know people who, like, I don't want to call them hippies, but for lack of a better word, a lot of them thrift. People like with that kind of style. Mm-hmm. Vintage stuff, See, people who are into vintage clothing, they they thrift regularly. Yeah, so the girl I was just talking about, Cassie, she was like that in high school. Uh-huh. So when I initially put the tweet up, I was like, I know for a fact she's going to respond to this tweet. She the plug. Yeah, because, yeah, because <laughs> she would dress that, you know, she would go thrifting and stuff like that. So I kind of figured like she would respond with Somebody just add her, bro. Yeah, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know. It came to my once I once I sent the tweet, I was like, damn, yo, I, I could have probably I could have probably hit her up because I remember her dressing like that. In her, well, no, don't do that. You yeah. could have just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just added her up. It was uh, invisible. Hey, what you doing? I'm trying to get information about thrifting, bro. Oh, Relax. Uh, uh. Anyway, <laughs> so um, but yeah, uh, I I think. I think it's a sign of being washers, people like me that, you know, you did a lot of stuff younger and you didn't expect yourself to be here doing thrifting and find it. It's just like when you do a lot of things when you're younger and then you don't realize the stuff that you get into as you get older. And it's like, dang, yo, I never thought I would be here. I, I never thought I'd be tired at nine o'clock not wanting to go out. Uh, seven o'clock. First off, seven. But okay. Yeah, <laughs> but stuff like that. So I ain't. Yeah. It, I, I have a love for thrifting now. Um, no matter where I travel, I try to find something of vintage and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, outside of that, man, I I was cool, man. 
You know, shout out to my dad. He's doing better. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, my week was cool. Do you want to talk about trap karaoke? Or no? Oh, <laughs> fucking trap karaoke. That was just... Uh, mm. If the VIP tickets are gone, I'm not going. It's not going to happen. I'm not fucking going. Fucking pew to... GA uh general admission tickets for GA. Fuck yeah, man. Small small areas, you know. And not even not even to sound bougie, but it's it's just it's too much activity in the GA. Yeah, man. Too much activity. Everybody there. Not everybody in VIP. You feel me? Like I need I need elbow room space. And a seat. Yes. <laughs> and, and a seat. And a right. seat available when needed. Crazy. Do you, do you want to talk about track karaoke? <laughs> Your minor incident? I wouldn't even call it an incident. It was rather I don't know what you could call it. Just just I was fitting a roll on it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. So what Corey's referencing, what happened was, as we're trying to basically exit the venue after being there for about 20 minutes <laughs> and realizing we don't belong there, um, we're making our way through the crowd, walking, and of course, I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, to everybody I'm walking past, come up on these two girls, and... They did a moment of silence for Kobe. So, boom, I stopped. I happened to stop walking right in front of her. You know what I mean? Pay respects. Then after they stopped, I mean, after that moment of silence was over, I keep walking. I'm like, excuse me. And she, like, drunk and said, something, you all on me or you all on my poof. Poof. Or something. It didn't make sense. It was drunk talk. So, I looked at her, and I'm just like, bro, I'm just trying to get by. Mm Mm-hmm. With the most serious of moods. Like I wasn't drunk. Like I was just I was just one hundred percent serious. Like I'm just trying to get by. And then as I walked past and as you were walking past her right behind yeah. me, she goes, Damn bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like a freeze frame, you know, when the movie yeah, freezes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I know you wonder how I got here, right? <laughs> the person started narrowing. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm like, I have two options at this point. I could either ignore it and keep it pushing, or I could dog walk her. Dog walk her. <laughs> See, here's my thing, right? I am me. Everybody listening to this, you know me. <laughs> However, I don't care. I don't care, bro. I'll give you one example. Me and Kristen, me, Kristen, and Kyle are at. The casino. And it's, it's these girls like staring at Kristen. Like no matter where we're walking in the casino. I'm like, bro. I'm like, yo, you know them? She was like, nah, I don't know. I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> like, I'm teeing off. Like, I don't care, y'all. Yeah. Y'all look like me. You feel me? Y'all look like me. So it's like, I don't care, nigga. We... We finna, we finna fight. I don't care. Like, so I looked at Lauren. I was like, I looked at the girl, and it was one that looked like me. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I think we both, we both turned around because we were slightly past them and turned around and looked at them like at the same time, mm-hmm. and it was just like a hard stare. Like, I heard you, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna let you slide. 
But watch your fucking mouth with me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, that and is this is song. word to the wise for any man. Or now, let me clear this up. I'm not saying I just randomly punching women in the yes, face. Yeah, we're not advocating no, for that. I'm not saying that. However, what I'm saying is, if your girl get the fighting, we fighting. All that should go out the window. Cause I'm gonna just lean in. I'm be like, oh damn, bitch, you hit me. All right, my sisters told me that if a girl is man enough to hit you, you feel me? You gotta scrap that. Man, nigga, what suplex on a bar? Fuck out of here. All right, I'm it not real dark in there. Real yeah, dark. bro, because no. And I looked at her friend. When I turned around, I looked at her little nut ass friend. That looked like me. And. You mean if she was about it, she would have got real rowdy. Mm -hmm. Cause that's me. That's how me and my friends are. If somebody say something to one of my friends, I might say something first, mm -hmm. or you know, vice versa. She just looked at me as if you know what I mean. Like I can't go believe ahead. she said that either. And it's, I'm like, like go ahead, Joe. Don't you worry about it. All right. Drunk. So you know, snuff. You don't want to. Um, You'll get embarrassed in here. So let me let me just let me just not do that. Jeff Let's Hardy, Matt man. Hardy, even the fucking Hardy boys out that bitch. <laughs> Fucking Dudley boys. Fuck out words of here. don't really. It takes a lot to get me out of character for words mm -hmm. at this point in life. That's not really where I am. I'm not like that either. However, <laughs> what I am saying is RKO, Choke Slam, Tombstone, Bray Wyatt, Mandible Claw. Like, yes. Shout out to my wrestling people, my Russell Heads. Which <laughs> <laughs> topic is the real Russell Heads. But yeah, yo, like, I'm not. No, bro. And I don't like shit like that. Which brings us back to our point of if VIP yes. is gone, we cannot go. Yes. That is, That's I'm not doing it. Moral of the story, we learned it. We knew that. Yes, we, we knew, knew that, that at the state property show. Was yes. it the state property show? Yeah, I mean, we had no... No, no, no. no. It wasn't was a state it? property show. I feel like it was before that. We learned that very early on. Yeah. Yeah. State property show, we had room. And I feel like considering all the events we bought tickets for and chalked, Oh yeah. It just never we charged tra trap karaoke. We knew, <laughs> we knew better. We knew better. We, we definitely knew, knew better. That's my fault. It's okay because I uh, wanted to go too. Uh, okay, right. I was hype Friday when we was like, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, is you going dance? Hell yeah, we dance. Like, <laughs> no, nah, that didn't happen. Yeah. But uh, I think I want to say, um, something in the water will probably be our last general admission. Yes. Ticket. Yes. Will no, for do. sure, it will be. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I thought about doing Dreamville Fest, but I'm probably not. Um, niggas don't have a fucking lineup for that. Uh, Cole, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm it's not. in April. Yeah, it's like the first weekend of April. You wildin'. Yeah. <laughs> we, we at March now, so. Don't give me no lineup two weeks in advance, and I, I'm like, damn, bro, I don't really want to go to this no more. <laughs> like, side note, side note, since it is March 1st, I feel like you gotta start the episode with March Madness for me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Continue. Yo, that's well. I guess I'll move that to the playlist because I, I had that on the other episode playlist. But we got that. Doesn't matter. Um, let me see. Let me see if I got it. All right. So um, let's see. A uh, couple things here. Beans, the Truth album turns twenty, which mm. is Kanye's first single placement. Mm. Um, what was the city like around the Bean State property era? Now, during their peak, I was still kind of young. I wasn't okay. of age yet. So I can't say like what clubs and parties. No, 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 no. I'm talking about within in your yeah, your generation and just being around huge the city, fans. people. Okay, huge fans, huge influence. I mean, what was I in high school around that time? 
niggas had what state pro was state property down. Talking about gear alone. Yeah. Um, With the I hidden had, pocket. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> the big, it was like the big army green state yes. jacket. Yes. Everybody had everybody that jacket, had dog. Them, bro. Everybody, only, everybody. Only like the seniors in my school, the seniors and 11th graders and the niggas who were so little drugs. Yeah. They, uh, they had this shit. I was yeah. like, yo, that shit. Oh, I think they were switching it around. I feel like they all had one jacket and they was just giving it to each. Other. I don't think that. Everybody had a chance. That's dirty. <laughs> I mean, a whole school shooting yeah. jacket. I mean, hey, it's a crew, crew love. Uh, yeah. but, but it was a, and I have an older brother, so that's how I really got put on to state property. Mm -hmm. And it was, I mean, so he played it regularly whenever we was out in the house, whatever. So I, it was, it was a huge influence. I mean, it was like street niggas from South Philly and North Philly and Nice Town and whatever, whatever. Niggas that you see every day who was still being street niggas mm -hmm. <laughs> to the core who had money came up. So y'all would see them around the city like randomly? I mean, personally, I wouldn't again because okay. I wasn't in the venues. But my aunt, mm -hmm. Lynn, I mean, she, and this is before that time, but like she dated niggas who like hung with being single. So she knew of him way before his fame. But really? like they was, yeah, they was regular, it was regular, regular neighborhood niggas. We should have called her. Oh no, because you she get to chatting and you yeah. never hear the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. What else? What else we got on? The... What's that? What happened this week in hip hop? Uh, oh, well, name the segment back. Uh, yeah, I should. There we go. <laughs> this this week in hip hop. That was. A, I, I mean, I had ideas. Oh, um. <laughs> Poison turns thirty this week. How important is this song to the thirty and over parties? Bell Bell Bell. Yes. <laughs> Bell <Bibbo. laughs> what I the where I really 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 got into the song I mean I always knew it but was in college house parties mm -hmm. it was like this would okay so college house parties the DJs they had phases of music at every party and it was pretty much the same you would start off the party like when it's early when nobody mm -hmm. really there with like you know music of today then it would go into the hotter music of today mm -hmm. then it would go into the reggae Mm -hmm. <laughs> then it was <laughs> yeah um you'll have like club music in there somewhere too and then you know you end it with the oldie songs mm -hmm. but it, it's like the faster r&b oldie songs and then it goes into the slower to close out the party poison was always in the transition in the r&b songs like it was always either the first song played you know or transitioning into the slower song so that was like a staple in all the house parties I ever graced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was like, it got people hyped. Like doing the little footwork and shit in, mm -hmm. in the middle of the party and everything. Oh, God. So, all right, since we're there and talking about importance, uh, back that ass up, Juvenile Ooh. turned 21. Oh. Um, <laughs> this week, well, last week, rather. But what, let's talk about that. Like, Let me tell you something. That, <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> that song, I consider to be a Negro spiritual. Okay? That is an intricate part of the culture right there. Mm -hmm. And will forever be an intricate part of the culture. I don't care how old I am. I don't care where I am. Mm -hmm. Car, house, shower, <laughs> school, church, work. <laughs> If I church? hear it, church, you never know. Okay, <laughs> you it never could. know. 
Devil get off me! Never, 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 don't let Kanye hear this. Oh my God! <laughs> if you look good, gospel version. Won't you put too? some Jesus in it? <laughs> Listen, that's a staple in the black community. Mm-hmm. Like that's there's no if yo if she hear that and she don't get the twerking, she can't she be trusted. It. She ain't it. No. So we're up north. You are. Uh, you are up north, yeah. uh, and when I'm not like the, I'm like you know, considered like the top of the south for okay. the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Top of the south. I get it. Cash money's reign. Did that actually come to Philly, or did it stop at like stuff like, uh, back that ass up and Hot Boys? Nah, I don't think so. No, no, they had as much. I mean, obviously, they had the bigger influence where they were from, but like. I think they had a solid influence up mm. here in Philly anyway, I can say. Mm. I mean, I remember being a kid, and again, I have an older brother, so he had all these albums. I remember being a kid and seeing the album covers and knowing who like knowing that was their signature. Okay. The albums, the album covers that had all a bunch of shit on it. Yeah. Them and no <laughs> limit. Yeah. 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 I really want to like I gotta find somebody to do like cover art for me. Mm. I would make that like the cover art for the podcast. Yeah, That'd like they so were hard. so dope. Like I just I'm remember staring at the album. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the album covers, but I heard again um, amongst my older brother and their friends. I heard the commercial shit, and then I heard you know the B-sides. tracks off. Yeah, mm-hmm. off the album. So it was. I mean, it was a big thing here. Mm. Yeah, shout out to them, bro. Uh, and Gilly ended up signing with them at some point. Or, you know, there's always a thing about Gilly mm-hmm. writing Carter One. Yes. Um, and things like that. Even And I brought this up at work. If you go back to the Go DJ video, I think Gilly's in it. Exactly. And and Wayne is wearing the um, Major Figures chain. Mm. In mm. there. Like when he's leaving the house and mm-hmm. he's like walking with like everybody else, yeah. he has the MF chain on. Interesting. Which is, you know, very interesting. You know, shout yeah. out to him. But has did Wayne ever deny Gilly writing for him publicly? Because I always heard talks of it, and I I really don't doubt it. But like, was it ever publicly confirmed? He had a he had a song that it was it came out, and that's how the, the shit started. And it was like Gilly, you really don't want it with me. But it is like it could be like it's like a. To me, it's like Money Cash shows DMX when he said, "And my dog's bite or my dog Spike," because if from what I remember he had a dog named Spike. Mm. I'm not too sure, but mm. but Gilly and really sounds like the same. Like, mm. but people took it as you know he's saying Gilly. I'm not sure. That's just my opinion. Mm. But um, outside of that, and the fact that they were saying that Wayne stopped <coughs> him from. Having a gangster girls with DJ drama because that was around the time of the, you know the um, the whole uh, uh, dedication series mm. and Gilly was mm. trying to have the gangster girls and I believe he was gonna be dissing Wayne on it or whatever, mm. but they it, it stopped it I guess because you know drama comments drama from up here. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's from Philly. Yeah. Mm. What, what were you about to say? Nothing. Okay. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, he's yeah. he's from up here. I think him and Don Cannon are from up here. Who? Don Cannon, his partner. Oh. The Cannon. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that was his name. Yeah, Don Cannon. Right. Um, but yeah, yo, shout out to them. You know, uh, I see Uzi's talking about putting out his album in about two weeks. <laughs> God bless him. Oh boy, Uzi's just Uzi's just Uzi. He's he's just one of those people who can literally do whatever and he will forever be he's like a, I put him in the class with like Tyler the creator who just do wild shit okay, yeah. and can just beat yeah. himself it's like yo bro whatever. it's like somebody bringing it up like yo Uzi gay I don't care though yeah like care, okay bro. like Tyler didn't he come out as gay yeah but then it's like you look at his character and it's like and that nigga just fine. Like you it's, really don't yeah, know. Like, it's like, but like, but but Uzi's about that life. Yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah, I've, I've heard. Is, well, you know, you pack that thing too. So you <laughs> will get clapped. <laughs> <laughs> you will get clapped. <laughs> Shout out to Uzi. Yeah. His car, side side note. I'm sorry. The car show that's in Philly every year. I think it ended already, but he always has crazy ass cars in there. Hmm. Like wild. I gotta start going. Um, I, my dad mentions it, but he mentions it like the day he's gone. Do y'all have one down there? Yeah, we got we got one down there that we oh, okay. go to. We used to go to as kids, mm -hmm. but I think it was more like concept cars versus like people's actual like collections and shit. Are you talking well, about like that? Is so this all the same? It's like multi levels in the building. It's in the Philly Convention Center, and they'll do like they even have like regular ass cars, like Toyotas and shit. Mm -hmm. But then they, then they have the luxury cars and the sports cars. And then, like, I remember last year, downstairs in the basement, I think it was, they had, like, celebrity cars. So, like, Uzi's cars were down there. Mm -hmm. And I don't know whoever else. But, like, they, they set it up where it's, like, different sections. I'll go to one this year. I'm very interested. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see if we got one about us. So, let's start the playlist. We have, of course, because it's March, like Lauren said, we have let's to start go. with Future, March Madness. What are your thoughts on Future's stardom at this point? And at what point did his career take off, in your opinion? Alright, so... <clears throat> In my opinion, let me start with the second question first. Where his career took off, I can say where I really started paying attention to him, it's probably around the Dirty Sprite era. Dirty Sprite one? Yes. Yeah, I was a fan of DS2, specifically. Okay. But that's when I really, like, I know he had singles before that, like, mm. you know, like T.I. and... Oh, uh, um, Magic. Yeah, and um, Same Damn Time and all that other shit. But it was, I didn't, I don't know, it, it, it didn't catch my my ear that that often and to be completely honest i became a fan of future primarily for his beats mm -hmm. like his dj esco always stacked him with fire ass beats mm -hmm. um don't know what the nigga be saying in the songs so mm -hmm. i really <laughs> cannot say it's his bars yeah. um that's when i kind of like picked up on future and then where his career is now he I think we talked about this before, his toxicity level. Yes, we have. We have. <laughs> Honestly, um, 
I don't expect a lot out of him musically because he is a mumble rapper, mm-hmm. and I just really look forward to the beats that he that he's rapping over. He's more of like a social influencer to me at this point. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you're hearing about Future, like at this point in time, right now, what are you primarily hearing about? And being toxic. Me- <laughs> yes. <laughs> Music, or is it just like his personal life, his social, yeah. his social media presence? Yeah. So I kind of look at him as like a an influencer. In a so like Plaz. Like we don't we don't care for Plaz. Well, music. Plaz ain't, even, ain't even making music right now, is he? Yeah, he is. Oh. Bro, this nigga be having real songs, like, uh, and it's 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 sprinkled in with his comedy yeah, on Plaz social media. Be, yeah. Okay, so it could be comparable to that. Yeah. I mean, like when I hear a future song, I'll listen to it because it's catchy. It's a dope beat. The hook is probably fire. Mm-hmm. But other than that, that's that's really you could usually you could dance to it or something. Mm-hmm. That's really it. But at, at this point, I kind of recognize him more so for his influence. Okay. Yeah, his fashion's trash, but that's another story. Now, a lot of niggas from Atlanta dress like <laughs> shit. I bro. hate how he dresses. Like him, gonna. Baby, baby, they all dress baby. Alike. yeah, they all dress alike. They all dress weird. But that's the thing, and it, that goes to like a lot of cities, not just Atlanta, but a lot of cities. People think high fashion automatically means I dress better than you. Yeah, and niggas' pieces be shitty, yeah. like shitty, like the simplest shit looks good. Mm-hmm. But when you start getting like. We was watching the uh, him mm-hmm. shop on mm-hmm. um, what was what that complex? Uh, Revolt, right? No, 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 no. that was complex. That was complex. Uh, okay. They went shopping. They normally do sneakers, but he he do uh, he did. Yeah, they like, went to like Barney's or something. Yeah, and he dropped like thirty bands on some bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It just was, and then he looked. I remember what he was wearing, which is kind of irrelevant. It's just he just looked like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like one of them t- little Tyler boys whose mom is trying to like dress him up as a grown ass man. Grown ass you know drug dealer. I mean? like, <laughs> that nigga in some light up sneaks and let him have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo, like, I just be looking like, what the fuck do you have on, bro? Like, the tight ass pants. And fat ass Balenciaga. Yeah, and they'll push, they'll try to do it like a casual V neck polo type shirt, you know, something crazy brand. And it just be looking with, with a bunch of ropes and chains hanging all around. It just be looking real stupid. Mm-hmm. Real stupid. Yeah, bro. Like, you wearing Mercy's and shit. Yeah, I ain't. <laughs> I'm just putting whatever I need in my pocket at this point. Like, I wear tight jeans, but it's just like, we're going to find a way wear around it. Leggings, like no, leggings. no, 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 no. They no, wear no. leggings. I'm not struggling to get my pants off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, next up, we. Um, next up, we have. Oh, screen time. Um, Drake resistance. Off of thank me later. Really comes as a surprise right now, cause we just having the time of our lives right now. What am I saying? This is supposed to be what dreams are made. This girl Lissa told me the other day. Lissa told me that she missed the old me. 
which made me question when I went missing. And when I start treating my friends different, maybe it was the fast paced switch up. You promised me you never change is what he utters, and I believe that is the course. Mm -hmm. As we get older, we change our surroundings, or wait, as we get older, we change our surroundings for where we're heading in life sometimes. Mm -hmm. Our interests go beyond some groups. What was your first pushback from a friend? of what you deemed a positive change for yourself, but they didn't see it that way. First thing that comes to mind is when <clears throat> I went to college. So I had I had childhood friends back home that you know, I was real close with. As I like came out of high school, we all went to different high schools. And as I was coming out of high school, I knew for a fact I was going to college. Like that was, I couldn't wait to get out of the damn house. They didn't really share that same like goal, mm -hmm. which was cool, whatever. We still had a lot of other stuff in common. But as we got towards like that 18 age, we started going in different directions. So like they were big on like smoking and drinking and hanging with a bunch of random hood niggas. And I would occasionally smoke and drink with them. Um, but, like, they were the type that, like, just wanted to, like, hang in somebody's house all night. Where I'm like, yo, let's go downtown and, like, you know, go shop. Let's go to, back then, South Street was lit. Let's go to South Street and hang out, like, you know. And they wasn't really with that like that. And so it, it was, it's minor. But it's just, like, our interests change. And then when I, when I left for college... And I started meeting all these other people from everywhere else in the country and some even internationally. It was like, it opened my mind to a whole bunch of other shit, like traveling, like traveling, traveling, mm -hmm. taking trips and stuff like that. And I literally like, we just went completely separate ways. And I can't say they didn't support it, but I would try to include them like, oh, you know, we were talking about case in point. Oh, we talking about me and my, my college friends are talking about going to Miami for spring break. Like, you know, y'all want to come? Like, you know what I mean? I'll get the prices together and y'all y'all let me know. And it was like, no, like, we don't go to Miami. And I'm just like, that sounds niggas foolish, is wild. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking wild. Like, true me. I can't wait to touch that. <laughs> but, um, I mean, we lost, we didn't lose touch because of that. It was like, because it wasn't like an intentional disconnect, but we just lost touch because we were on two different mm. two different roads. Mm. And I mean, if I saw them today, I'd be like, oh, what's up? You know, bust it up. But Yeah, that sounds like me and my, my childhood friends. Like once I once I started, you know, being where I am in life. Because we can't say. Yeah, no, no, no. No, I just, you know, we can't say why, where mm -hmm. I'm at. But they um mm -hmm. just traveling just traveling and you know you start the people that you work with nine times out of ten that's who you end up becoming yeah. close with yeah. um and i started traveling more and you know it's like that we just grew up we all grew up and in some cases grew apart they still my brothers but just like me wanting to go different places with them you know everybody mine was kind of different or mm -hmm. Excuse me, so last minute that now you can't do it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And it just takes the proper planning for years. Yep. For years, I just was like, you know, we should do this. We should do that. Because I don't really have those memories with my childhood friends as adults. Mm -hmm. And I just was seeking that kind of memory with my friends. But mm -hmm. 
it just happens the way it happens, unfortunately. But I I know the to Harbaugh when he said, "You promised me you would never change." I remember one incident that I knew I was just like, "Bro, I, I'm past this stage in the sense of who I used to be." Walked in the house, just quiet. And everybody knows my personality, and I was just feeling normal. And I walk in the house, and I'm like, um, one friend asked me, he was like, "Yo, what's wrong, girl? Why you ain't, why you ain't all like hyping, you know?" Basically, like how I am, just happy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I was just was in a normal space, but it's just I, I say all this to say is I knew that. I was only known for one particular thing within the crew, and that's to be the rowdy and somebody. And I wasn't like that anymore. I mellowed out, and mm-hmm. you know, I just I found my way in life of being more into like traveling, the podcast, mm-hmm. and doing stuff like that. So they knew me for, they know me for who I used to be as a a younger person, mm-hmm. or and stuff like that. Not knowing the mellow out, not all the time hype kind of thing. And then I just realized I was like, man, this. I'm kind of beyond that stage in life, but they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I love them, but I just, you know, we don't hang out as much as we, as much as we can. You know, everybody got families now and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I just always wanted to have that kind of, you know, those kind of memories as, as an adult. Cause you know, you, you expect to keep your friends up to speed with your life, mm-hmm. but you know, unfortunately, like sometimes that doesn't happen. It doesn't mean anything against them. Yeah. It's just that you know, you know the area you be you're supposed to be in with certain people, right? Right. So, yeah. have you tried in reference to that group? Have you tried to like set something up? I haven't. I, I always look at it as, and this is with friends, <clears throat> family, whoever. If you want to, you you'll do it. Mm-hmm. So like, if they wanted to get together and do do some traveling or whatever, they'll make it work. Mm-hmm. It may be a little, it may take some time, it may take some extra effort and planning, but <clears throat> if they really want to do it, they'll do it. That's yeah, why I asked. Yeah, I mean, and I I think with the whole traveling thing, I feel like everybody's mindset is Baltimore. Mm-hmm. That's that's just me. Not and I don't have time to wait. Mm-hmm. Because everybody know me, I'm like get up and go, like randomly, like yo, mm-hmm. I'm going here today, I'm going this place today, or I'm going this place next week because I see something, like I see something that I want a picture of, or I see something that I'm interested in, or I want to be a part of, and it might be in another city, and I'm like, oh, all right, well, I, I just got to go to that that city or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I I pray as we get older, like we can like do some kind of traveling, but. I think our adulthood started so young for us that we got older a lot faster than we anticipated. Mm -hmm. That was good. Um, (laughs) But, you know, shout out to them. I I love them forever. Like, you know. Next up, we have... uh, Ooh. Tony. Tony. Tone. Anniversary.
it is coming up. Uh, <laughs> one of the best love songs ever. How important is the celebration of anniversaries and relationships? And what should be reflected on that day? Mm. How important? I'm part now. Yeah. <laughs> How important is that day? That day is extremely important. I am big on birthdays. I'm big on anniversaries. I'm big on holidays in general. So an anniversary is, and I'm, but now when I say I'm big on it, I'm not big in the sense of like, oh, you need to plan this extravagant ass celebration type, or we need to take a 10 day vacation or it ain't got to be nothing like over the top like that, but it needs to be acknowledged and celebrated Mm -hmm. in some form or fashion. And I feel like, you know me. So you would know what I'd like to do. You would know what I want. Mm-hmm. In terms of like what you're actually celebrating on an anniversary, I mean, it's just like you're celebrating the fact that you've had a year with this person. And I feel like that's a good time to not only celebrate that, but just think about like how far y'all have come in the year. Mm-hmm. What have y'all learned about each other over that year? And what do y'all plan? What what's what's the goal for the relationship for the next year? Mm-hmm. Year after that, or whatever the case is. Goal and expectations in the sense mm-hmm. of how can we maintain this relationship? Yes, and how do we get to whatever the agreed upon goal is for mm-hmm. the next year? Yeah. yeah. Um. Did you know that this is actually Raphael Sadiq's first uh, production credit? I did not. Yes. He also has production credits from. Total's Kissing You, mm. D'Angelo's Lady. What? Yeah. I love that song. Uh, my favorite Raphael Sadiq song is Be Here with D'Angelo. He has production okay. credit on that. Okay. Um, multiple production credits for Khalees. He did Erica Badu's Love of My Life. Yeah. Mary J. Blige. Shut the front door. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Mary J. Blige, I Found My Everything. Wow. Um, a lot of Mary J. Blige stuff. Um, but yeah, he's an incredible. Come on, Raphael. Yeah, he has uh Miguel Flesh, whatever. Oh. Oh. You know what? Miguel gives me Raphael's vibes sometimes. Like yeah. Miguel's amazing. I feel like um, and now I will revisit Miguel's music. I I like him featured on stuff, but I never got into like Ooh. his albums. Um. Model, 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 Model. Model. Go ahead, go ahead. Go to Mode. Uh, Solange as well. That that Afrocentric mm-hmm. neo soul vibe. It's neo soul, yep. That mm-hmm. you wouldn't even think is still like as big as it it is, but I feel like neo soul. Um, people that love Neo Soul will forever love Neo Soul for that era. For the for the artists, like okay. you know the Angie Stones, mm-hmm. the the Angelos, the Music Soul Childs, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Deaf Soul roster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but um, man, yo, shout out to shout out to him. What were you about to say about Miguel? Uh, when you were saying that you haven't really gotten into his music, mm-hmm. um. Let me. I need to put you on because his 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 albums are all top tier. 
Uh -huh. He, the boy, ain't missed yet with album. <laughs> like I like, I have my order of which ones I like better. Uh -huh. But like, they're all a vibe. He's a vibe, and he's an amazing performer live. Like I'm talking about amazing. You seen him live? I did see him live. It was just him, or it was everybody? Broccoli else? City. Oh, okay. He was okay. Broccoli City in 20. Was that 17? I think it might have been 2018. Um. Him and Cardi and a bunch of other people. And I, to be honest, I loved Miguel, but I wasn't like, that wasn't a focal point of why I was going. But when I got there and I saw him, mm -hmm. like he's nonstop from start to finish, like a, a dancing ass, singing ass. And he just, he just got the, he'd be giving, I don't know. He's just, he's just the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> he's just the, he's just the vibes. Miguel is all that. <laughs> um. Shout out to Miguel. Shout out to uh, Rafael Sadiq, man. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he was Lucky Day. I think. He... I don't. I I'm not really into Lucky Day yet. I haven't. I haven't. I know the name. I don't know the music. Me either. He Rafael Sadiq did uh the Tiny Desk with him. Okay, I um, saw recently saw a clip on Twitter of Lucky Day actually auditioning at um. Uh, American Idol. Yeah. Yeah. Years ago. Which is crazy. Like that shows. It goes back to the conversation we had yesterday while going to trap karaoke about things taking time. Yes. Things yes. taking time, mm -hmm. and you don't know what these people. Like I'm only three years into this, but but it's just taking time and working through the the kinks of everything. Mm -hmm. You know. Um. Next up, we have. You want to keep it slow or you want to speed it up? Let's, let's keep it slow. Let's keep yeah. it slow. Let's, um, um, let's go with Jazz of Drew Hill featuring Jill Scott with a duet off of Rush Hour 2 soundtrack, Love Again. I love this song. Like I've heard it. I love this song. Mm -hmm. One of one of like my favorite love songs, like personal love songs. Mm -hmm. The subject matter doesn't fit for a wedding song. Okay. Um, to a certain degree, it does. Love again, but you you know maybe on the maybe on like the reception playlist. Yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. It does fit somewhere on there. Um, and. I was young in love, loving this song. Mm -hmm. uh, when I didn't actually know what love is, it's like <laughs> you 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 think of this. Uh, when you're young in love, you you think about the love that you've seen, mm -hmm. and then you look at that as what it's supposed to be in mm -hmm. your opinion. Mm -hmm. Until you go through situations and different relationships, then you realize like, oh, some of that shit is a myth. Yes, it you is. know. Uh, I do want to ask a question. We talked about this yesterday with with people being in relationships 
and not really liking their their significant other. Yeah. Uh, what is the hardest thing for people in relationships? You think? If you're going off of the topic of like what we talked about, with people liking each other, yeah, and actually getting along, yeah. Um, I guess that can take that can go in different directions, like choosing a partner. Okay. Or, all right. So. What are the qualifications to you when dating someone and then falling in love with them? So dating them and then what's the qualification of, oh, I know now I'm in love with this person? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, that was so sweet. Uh, but anyways, uh, for real, for real. <laughs> yes. What? No. Oh, God, here we go. Okay, so dating someone... Um, I feel like dating someone, it's it's a, it's a lot more like I won't call it superficial things that I look for, but like you don't know that person, so like I can't really go too deep with it. Um, obviously looks, mm-hmm. <laughs> not physically attracted to you is not gonna work. Style, meaning like how do you carry yourself, not even just like dress, just like your attitude mm-hmm. altogether, how you how you act, especially in public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then, like, can you have a well-rounded conversation? So, like, we're not just talking about stuff like, oh, what's your favorite color? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, bro. I don't think men realize how crazy you be sounding with the, uh, how was your day? How was your day? How was Every your day? day? I, day. I seen somebody tweet, uh, you know, because Twitter ain't nothing but you being nosy on people. Uh, little, uh, yeah, <laughs> so I seen a tweet and the girl was like, um, she's like, let's start a thread for medium ugly or something like that. She was Child, talking about herself. I saw that. Did you see that? All right. That was fishing. And it was fine. real fishing. So yeah. it goes to some guy commented on it and she's like, I fell back. I felt bad because you you were dry, and he said, "Asking how you doing and what you doing is dry." Like, yes, nigga, that's not a conversation. Like, I don't think niggas realize. Like, bro, that's not. Oh, excuse me. Women don't want to hear that. The women don't want to hear the not conversation. Yeah, no. Nah, like, oh, what you doing? What you doing? I had a girl I was I was talking to. She did that to me. Mm. Oh, what you doing? What you doing? What like, you doing me to death. Yeah, like, bro, I'm not that kind of nigga that yeah. like leave me alone. Not leave me alone now. Like, if I could be completely honest, I feel like you it probably asked me the most. People would ask me questions as I met them, mm-hmm. like about me, mm-hmm. but it it didn't really require me to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, what was like obvious questions like oh what's your favorite food shit like that but then i remember (laughs) one question you asked me and i was like what kind of nigga is this (laughs) different different you asked me i was using early on you asked me about my college experience it low key felt like I was being interviewed a little yeah. bit. Yeah, see that this podcast, <laughs> yeah. this podcast did numbers. You was like something like you know, you know, tell me about your college experience. What did you gain from it? What did you learn? You know, what mistakes did you make? And I was like, nigga, what? I'm good. <laughs> am I mm. in a? Am I on a radio <laughs> show or is this nigga trying to date me? <laughs> see, <laughs> but that's but but I say all of that to say. 
like when the con that's the type of conversation that I'm looking for though. Not where it's just I can just answer one word. Where it's like I need to think about it's thought provoking. I need to think about my answer. Like and I feel like in that you learned about me. Like the purpose of the question was to learn about me. So that's what I look for when dating people. And I mean that's essentially the same for like actually like committing to somebody and, and you know, like opening myself up to fall in love with them it's the same type of type of thing except it's a little deeper in the sense of like yo you gotta reciprocate all that energy bro like if i'm about to put all of this into it i need to get all of that back out from you so i feel like that would be what i look for in both stages mm. i was looking for the conversation that i put in <laughs> all this stuff came up um I, that's gonna take a lot of work. I was able to find right, early put, stuff. All you gotta do is put in like keywords. I know, but how many times have we talked about college? Yeah, yeah. right. That's gonna take us some time. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, so I, that wasn't even that. I got. I started improvising and stuff. Oh. But my question was because I was so attached to this song. What is a a song that you have an emotional attachment to? Like regardless, just just an emotional attachment. Yeah, an emotional attached to. Well, love, we'll love. Since this is okay. a love song. Um. <laughs> okay, if I all right, I'll tell you the song and I'll tell you the backstory as to why. And it's not necessarily a, an emotional attachment. Like it doesn't make me emotional. It it's actually comedy at this point. Okay. When I met my last boyfriend, I was. I had a boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. Shut up. <laughs> Keep going. And he knew. Women are trash, bro. Oh, I didn't, he didn't even get it out. <laughs> Keep going. Women are so trash. <laughs> you didn't know what I was about to say. <laughs> he knew. Okay. Now, let me be clear. Mm. Um, My... <laughs> My boyfriend at the time, before I even met the new bull, we were, it was going downhill. Okay. Like, we had issues. Like, he was, he had, like, quit his job on a, on a whim, didn't have a fucking plan. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Like, we 20, was I, like, 25 or something like that? I'm like, yo, we, we're, we're, we're grown, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, he just didn't really want to do much with himself, whatever. And I was beyond that. Like, I was 100% independent. I couldn't rock, rock with that shit. So, we were not seeing eye to eye. So, anyways, I meet this other bull. On a trip to Miami, and then I get home. So he knew about the boyfriend. He sends me this song, and it's I don't know if you ever heard it. It's Bob and Trey songs, and it's called "Not for Long." <laughs> you know that song? No, I don't. Okay, essentially, it's actually a dope song. The song is basically saying like, "I know you with this corny nigga, <laughs> but not for long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should be with me." <laughs> that. And so, <laughs> looking at me like that. At the time, I thought this shit was cute, not realizing that this nigga toxic. You dumbass self dumbass. 25-year-old dumbass me was like, oh my God, this is so cute, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all, he toxic, y'all. We like this, don't we? Look, y'all, he's so cute. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, nigga was trash. <laughs> <laughs> nigga was the trashiest of my trash. Oh. Uh, 
Yeah, but that's that's so if I sometimes it's a dope ass song. So when the song come on my shuffle, I'll be like, this nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was all though. First thing I could think of. Oh wow. <laughs> oh well, since we're here, next up <laughs> we have uh sync girlfriend remix. <laughs> and I Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Well, I didn't know you were going to talk about this, but this is good. Wow. <laughs> what, a, what a feeling. I feel like his eye gonna never get into this one. <laughs> she had two men, y'all. Uh-uh. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the group was over, mm. and people realized, like, that. Well, no. Over, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm using wrestling terms at this point. Over meaning good. Like, everybody loved them. So, let's just say that. We'll talk about it later. Okay. All right, mm-hmm. so, at this point, NSYNC was at the top of their game, mm-hmm. bruh. Um, and people started to realize that a solo album from Justin Timberlake with the Neptunes were bound to be a gold mine. Mm-hmm. How evident to you was it that we would only get one person from this group to be the clear-cut favorite for a solo career? Very, very clear. I mean, it happens to all the it happens to all the groups that I grew up with. Okay. Um, Except for Bradstreet Boys. Well, I didn't fuck with them like that. that oh, okay. Hard. I don't think anybody. <laughs> that is meh. If we comparing them to like NSYNC. 98 degrees. And, oh, damn. You were the 98 Oh, yeah. Just wait for my next question. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But like, it's like Destiny's Child. You always get this. You okay. know, like people, they break up. They go solo. Um, so I wasn't surprised. And we all knew who it would be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was going to be the lead singer. It was going to be the bull Justin. So it was bound to happen. Mm-hmm. It, it was like following. It seemed as if. And, and to be completely honest, I kind of feel like that still happens today with the very few groups that you have, but it's it's a little different. I mean, you talked about, like, Migos before. Mm-hmm. But it it seems like it's strategic or it's, like, planned, yeah. considering how often it was happening with groups. So mm-hmm. they were just following the regular, the normal, what was normal back then, mm-hmm. the normal progression, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, Favorite Justin Timberlake album? I gotta think of all of them. Um, so we had Ju- Justified, right? Yeah. Um, was that the one with Cry Me a River on it? Yes. And then there was another one before Future Sex Love Sounds. Um, well, let's look what at was that. the yeah? What, what's the discography for the bull? <laughs> uh, so let's just look at all of them here. Okay. Why would they use that picture? <laughs> <laughs> So Justify. Mm, oh, this is it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got Justified. Oh, maybe not. Okay, Justify was in two thousand two. Future Sex Love Sounds was in two thousand six. That's okay. Like I had Cry Me River, right? Yeah, Cry Me River ain't on that. Cry Me River. No, Cry Me River Justified. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cry Me River Justified, the first album. The Future Sex Love Sounds, Love Stone, The Year Later. Yeah, I don't know what that shit is. Um, the 2020 Experience. 
I can listen to the 2020 experience pretty much straight through. The first one. Really? Yes. Mm. So I still think Justified and Future Sex Love Sounds had classics on it. Because cause the 2020 experience was his like peak Timberland era. era. Mm-hmm. Timberland produced a lot of that. Yeah. If not all of it. Timberland or Pharrell for um, Justin Timberlake. Um, I think I'm going to go with Timberland actually. Uh, I, I, yeah. yeah, I don't feel like Pharrell did a lot for him. Um, solo, no. Yeah, no. It was more so group shit. Um, what song from this TRL era that you can perform in full performance, like, like dance? Yes, or just full songs, any song, like. Can you have a breakout performance with any TRL countdown song? <laughs> Alright. I think this is TRL era. If not, I know it's 106 and Park era, which I feel like overlapped. So uh, Towards right. the end of TRL, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me tell you All what right. song I used to... <laughs> two songs. Two songs came to mind. The first song, remember... The uh, Sierra song O. Oh. <laughs> oh, with Ludacris. Yeah. You look like you. You look like you did that in your fucking Aeropostale shorts and your double polo shirt <laughs> with the with the stupid khaki belt. Bro, I would. First of all, I love that fucking song, and I I studied the hell out of that video. Like I practiced them steps. <laughs> I practiced all that shit. I would do the shit on my porch for my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I could do. Girls and I was learning. One part I didn't get down pat was when she was on the hood of the car and twerking and shit. <laughs> I, I didn't have much back there then. Like, it wasn't, you got it now. It was, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't working for me. But that song, I would do, like, when that shit came on the TV, it was a wrap. I was on stage. Was weird and then... <laughs> The other song, um, I don't, this wasn't TRL error, but like came to mind, Single Ladies. Oh, God. I knew that entire dance, and I would do it anytime I heard the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this would be mine. Yeah. If I had to, if I had to, like, so if we was at, like, um, karaoke, and y'all wanted a full performance, it might be one of those. <laughs> <laughs> It might be one of those. It might be one of those. Like full costume? I mean, if you could, you would. I would. <laughs> My song was Kid Rock's Ball with the Ball. Kid Rock? Yeah, because I, I, and I, and now shut up. Because the first time I heard this song, he was performing it on um, the MTV Music Awards, and he performed it with Run DMC. And I didn't know who he was. Interesting. And he came walking out with the mink on. It was run. It was Run DMC and and uh, Aerosmith. It was Walk This Way, and they mixed it oh, with Ball with the that. Ball. And I was just like, "Yo, this nigga, this nigga got dropped a mink. He did the running shit." I remember I was performing it downstairs, and my sister and I don't know who it was. One of her friends came downstairs. They're like, "Oh, you, you performing?" It? Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." It's like ten or eleven year old men. Yeah, this nigga Bruh. nice. Kid Rock, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, nobody was. <laughs> Especially knowing who Kid Rock is now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you ain't know back then, so it's okay. Yeah, we ain't know. We ain't know back then. Uh, 
What was that, Justin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so uh, let's get all the sad shit out now because I want to have fun. Uh, next up, we have Tory Lanez featuring Mario the Cry. Mario? Mario. That nigga's from Baltimore, so I could say Mario. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Mario. Mario. I say it the way I want to say it because I can't and he's from Baltimore. So? So? That's the city. Listen to the song. Artists like Tori and Fab have recently decided to add their respective mixtape series in the last year as albums. Can you give both artists a grade on how they've done attempted to cash in on a mixtape fame series and making them albums for labels? Tori and Fab? Yes. I think the chick's tape. I'm talking about the chick's yeah. tape, right? Brilliant. I like it as an album. Mm-hmm. Cool. I it was um it was super super vibey. I like some songs more than others. Some songs I don't really care for, but um I'd accept this in, as an album. Mm-hmm. I think it was a solid. It was solid enough and put together well enough to mm-hmm. be considered an album. Um, Fab. What are you grading Tori's album? Oh, about? um, just overall. Yeah, just give it a grade. I give it like a B. Okay. What stops it from being an A? You not liking some songs more than others? Mm-hmm. It's not a straight through. Okay. Like to me, albums that like are spectacular have to be straight through albums. And when I say straight through, I mean like if we got fifteen songs, I really, I, if I'm skipping more than like two, then it's not a straight through. Mm-hmm. So I probably like a B because I skip more than two women. <laughs> what about Fabs? What? Um, yes. Sometimes you know. Mm-hmm. Let me say something. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Tell them. It ain't even much to say. I haven't really enjoyed Fab's music in a long time. Mm-hmm. If we being completely honest, I haven't. Um, the, I saw a tweet a couple of years ago. This might have been back when. This might have been back when. Um, what you call it? What's the joint? Um, Friday Night Freestyle. No. That was the last time I liked his music. Oh gosh! Um, oh, uh, uh, soul tape. Soul tapes. Soul tapes. I love the soul tapes, but I saw a tweet around that time that said this nigga is a Twitter. All he does is rap about t- Twitter trending topics. Yes. And when I saw that, I was like, I couldn't unsee it. But doesn't that make sense though? You you for him in the sense of trying to appeal to the younger artists. I'm going to talk Why? about. But think about it. <coughs> Fab, Fab had, and still has, a fan base, a solid fan base. Mm-hmm. When you start switching up your style, like, compare his shit today to, like... Street dreams. Yeah. Completely different style. And I don't think he's fit for... It's like an old nigga trying to be young. Mm-hmm. He's trying to be hip. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like that for him. Like, be your street dreams, ghetto fabulous self, bro. Mm-hmm. 
and leave that young shit to these young niggas. You're not a young nigga no more. Do you think that comes from the younger generation looking up to him fashion-wise? That he thinks that... What? Fashion's trash, too. He's, recently, Emily, I don't know if Emily recently, him anymore, but recently, that. recently his his style has been trash. But for mm. me and oh, in general, yeah, like me and like the couple of niggas that I know, how we dress came from mm. him, Jay, mm-hmm. Pharrell. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like that's who we idolized when it came to dressing. Like what they wore is what we emulated, and more more further. In our lives, that's how we ended up just dressing and shit mm-hmm. like that. I just, I don't I don't know I don't I can't say that it came from him his his fashion sense. Okay. Like I. Or just seeing that the younger people are looking up to him. I don't know I don't know I guess you could take like Jay Z and look at the progression in his style as he's gotten older. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the difference there is that he matured and you got that out of him. Mm-hmm. Now, and we talked about this before, like with um, Everything is Love, mm-hmm. I didn't, they felt like, to me, they felt like they were the auntie and uncle trying to be young. Okay. In some instances. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like that for those types of rappers. I don't like that for Jay-Z. I don't like that for Fab. But I think what saves Jay is the fact that we saw the natural progression from like early hustling shit mm-hmm. to nigga talking about wearing S dots and button ups, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like he really he he really grew up. To this nigga saying it's mauve, it's mauve, <laughs> it's yeah. not pink, it's mauve. Yes, we saw that, but I don't think I saw that with Fab. Like it went like you know street nigga shit to. He had like a little phase of like his love songs and shit. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like Twitter bull. Yeah. And I don't like that. His last best thing had to be that had to be <clears> that <throat> Friday Night Freestyle. That Friday Night Freestyle, it just I don't know, bro. He's being let me not say that. I just I don't <laughs> No. I don't I just don't like clean up tour? No, no, I'm not even saying that. I'm kinda off of that, actually. Mm. I just, I just don't, I don't like this type of music from him, and therefore, summertime shootout was a flop to me. Mm. You, you should have just sat there and eat his food. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, what? <laughs> sorry. Uh, don't really care to play this, but whatever. Is it my song? This song? Yep. The question better be good. I don't have a question. What? I don't have a question. Oh, we'll you would just debate? Yeah, he just figured. He wanted it. I got 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 it. Relax. You need to support your own, bro. Relax. <laughs> That's how we got Sonda lonely. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you. 
Okay, I'm I'm getting rodeo juvenile vibes off of that. When you say stripper, I'm thinking. You listen that to the video. words, yeah. You like, girl, check my coat, drop that ass on the pole. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. This music, I don't, oh, I don't really God. care for the music. Like, I don't. Okay, well, can I just explain, found out he's from Baltimore. I just found out who Sonder is. Okay, Sonder is a group that mm-hmm. features Brent. Fias, Fias, the singer, the singer, along with what? Well, you can explain it better than I can. So it's Brent Fias, the lead singer, and he has two producers, and the names are escaping me right now. I forgot, but yeah, um, kind of, kind of like a Neptune's kind of setup. Okay. Um, Brent, Brent sung the hook on Crew, Crew. yeah, by Goldlink, mm-hmm. and Brent also has a has solo projects. Um, Sonder gives me 90s vibes. They give me 90s vibes for real. Like, that's... that. I think that's a self-titled album, Sonder. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's what that one's called. Yeah, it's more like an EP. It's, it's called like Intro. Oh, I'm sorry, Into. Into. Because it's only like five songs or six songs on that song. But they are 90s vibes for sure. Brent, who is from Baltimore... Oh, very well. You, you said it correctly, Baltimore. Yes, he is from Baltimore, which I just recently found out. What I said? Baltimore. Whatever. <laughs> Brent, he's an R&B hood nigga, in my opinion. Okay. Like, if you watch, if you follow his Instagram, if you've seen any of his videos for his solo songs, if you've listened to his album, he talks about humping on chicks, <laughs> but, like, smoking and drinking and being in the streets and all this other shit. So he's... That type of vibe. Well, okay, so it be giving you '90s R&B vibes. Is that how you were drawn to the music? Initially, yeah. I think the first song, I think the first song I heard was on an episode of Insecure. Okay. It had um, Too Fast, which is on that same album. People, you probably heard this one. People say I drive too fast, move too fast, live too fast, ain't no such thing. That song. I think I heard that song on a TV yes, show. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of dope. What's that? And as I found the song, I found that album, listened to it. Mm-hmm. Liz, shout out to Liz, my homegirl. She was a big fan of Sonder. She put me on to a bunch of their other music. And then from there, and with the release of Crew, I discovered that, hey, that's Brent in the group singing. And I found his solo music. Super fire. He's coming to Philly next month in April. And I can't wait. Oh, you going, right? Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, shout out to you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't um, understand why you can't just, like... He's, it's too sombering, he's, bro. He's, it's slower music, but he's similar to... If, give me another R&B hood, nigga. But not um, like... Huh? I'll tell you off air why I don't like the music. Okay. I can't say it right now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think who I can compare him to that you do like. He's like a, a hood R&B nigga. If I had to describe him. Right. Um, <laughs> well, thank sorry. you. I know you did that for me. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, next up, we have Snow Allegra. I want Ooh. you around. Oh, 
how I feel about you, think you wish you were, but we don't really want to, I just want to get away, and sit right next to you, you, I don't want to kiss you, yeah, I just want to feel you, feel you, I want you around. The song grew on me. This one right here. Mm -hmm. It grew on me. Um, last year, one of her songs appeared on Norm's playlist around the time that you would play this song nonstop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I became a fan once I heard the chorus, mm -hmm. and it stuck with me. Mm -hmm. When was the first time you heard her music, and who did you compare her to initially? First time I heard her music. So she actually has... This is the album from last year, but she actually dropped an album in 2017 and one in 2016. Okay. Seven, 2017 is called Feels. I forget what the other one is called. But I heard her music, but I didn't like really listen to it until this album. I Want You Around, I think, was the first single mm -hmm. that I heard. I forget who I heard it through. but And that's when I was like, oh, let me listen to the whole album. And I love it straight through. Mm -hmm. Like, the whole album is fire. Um, she gives me Shade vibes for sure. Uh okay. She actually looks, she looks I like th she I thought is. she was at first. She resembles her, but even her voice, she has that like soft but scratchy mm -hmm. kind of voice. Are you a Sade fan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Solely though, and so she she does look like her, but she gives me like a Sade vibe with her music. Even her more upbeat music, like um, Situationship, was I think is the next song on the album. Mm -hmm. That's good. It's more, yeah, it's more upbeat, but it's still kind of like mellowed out a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I would compare that. You know, I, I like her style of music because it never changes in a sense of no matter the beat, she can still be herself. Like Jadakiss. Mm -hmm. Like Jadakiss never raises his, I'm just saying, he mm -hmm. never raises his, his voice. Mm -hmm. Like his, his, yeah, his, this is him, and the beat goes with him. Just like I feel like the beats go with her right. voice. You see what I'm saying? But do you think, do you think that could possibly, and I just thought about this when you said it, do you think that could possibly hinder her at some point? Because, now not to say that she is not versatile, but we didn't get a lot of versatility on album. We don't know. Um, that's why it's like a situation like, we don't know how she performs on other records because it never presented itself. But mm -hmm. if she gets on, okay, her doing features will make that decision because okay. you're not working with your regular core producers and mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, I was reading that um, No ID has production on this. Yeah. On this. Um, and my favorite song. Too. My favorite song. Which uh, is what? I think it's Nothing To Me. Yes, she yes. produced that one. That's my it, favorite song. It's a couple, album. it's a couple, but it's like a situation. All right, so... I don't mean to, I know we on R&B right now, but I related to hip hop. The baby doing stuff with his core producer versus the baby doing stuff that isn't produced by his core producer. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, like it. That's when you make the decision of oh, this artist isn't versatile mm -hmm. at all. Like, but with her, I feel like I feel like she would sound great on a Ross mm -hmm. song mm -hmm. produced. By Justice League, mm -hmm. she would she would be perfect for a Maybach music. Yes, like I agree. String of 
like to go with the series. And I would shit. love to see him do somewhere. I would, I would be very interested in. Yeah, that. or I could see her doing a duet with like John Legend, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like that's some versatility right here. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a different range. Yeah, that's a little bit of versatility. I mean, those that type of song for Rick Ross would still be in that mellow range for mm-hmm. her. Um. But, I mean, I, I agree. I haven't heard of her being on any features yet. I've never heard of her on any features at all. Yeah, like, I yeah. wonder if there's a reason to that. But I guess we'll see as she develops. She's actually about to be in Philly, too. And them tickets went so fast. Mm-hmm. I had them. It's kind of your fault. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sorry. I had them. And I think I had two tickets in my cart. And I think you weren't even 100% sure you wanted to go. Because I wasn't sold on her music. You feel and me? I was like, all right, let me well, just. Let me get up to you. Let me get delete one. Oh. Can you focus? <laughs> I said, let me delete one ticket. Let me get rid of one ticket and just buy one. And when I hit back and tried to do that, both was gone. I'm sorry. But she's going to be at something in the water, but we need to see like a full set of her music. Oh, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. so I'll take her for something in the water. Considering I'm like, I'm not, I'm a fan of her, but it's primarily because of the one album. Yeah. So it's okay. Which, I mean, you know, that, that's cool. Yeah. Um, shout out to some of her. I've grown to like her music. Yeah. Uh, that's she's got the. Good personality too. Yes, yes, she does. Um. Computer. Nope, not yet. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, we can just go to computers. Mm-hmm. See Next up, we got Rowdy Rebel Bobby Schmurda Computers. I'm shooting at the streets, <laughs> not the jail. I'm shooting at these suckers, not the rain. Tupac above the rain. Put two shots in his chin. Free the guys. Free rowdy. Free the guys, Bobby. man. Bobby, free rowdy. What do you? What do they come home to in regards to music? I feel like they were peaking. They were. They were about to peak. Like it was gonna be. It was gonna be crazy. I think they come home to Mad Love, mm-hmm. and New York better protect the fuck out of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I mean, now what were they, what what label was he signed to? Was it Columbia Universal? One of them? Because remember, there was a whole Atlantic. thing about why I think it was Atlantic. They didn't get involved. It was Epic. It was Epic. Epic. Yep. Why they didn't get involved? Yeah. Um. Mm, I know they gonna regret that shit. <laughs> I hope all they the off love they get wilder. Like oh that. my god! I yeah. hope they off that uh, yeah, Epic. I, do I really hope that, so. I, that sounded like a shitty deal for them. I just, I think it's going to be a huge summerish. They will be out yeah, next August. year. In, no, in this August. year. Yeah. Oh, okay. This year. I thought, okay. What was that next year? Both so, of them? As far as I know. I don't know. People I don't really say Bobby. Bobby. Bobby I, I think Bobby comes home first because I don't think anybody really said anything about Rowdy coming home. Well, Bobby home. took an extra two years, though. 
That's, that's a real nigga. I'm sorry. That And that's not even a real nigga thing. That's friends. That's friends. They young. They ain't got kids. So it's like, they ain't got to rush to, in a sense. But it's like, Ooh, child. he took another two years for his man, bro. You my friend forever. Yo. You my you friend forever. Oh, you everything, bro. Like, all right. I, uh, but but he, I think, I think, to answer the question, I think they come home to nothing but love. And let's just hope they just stick with the music shit. Cause they, yeah. I think, I think they can see how much like everybody really fucked with their music. You, you know what will happen? They'll look to Meek. They'll look to Meek being, I know, but coming from the same kind of environment and then going to jail and then coming back and it's like, damn, this nigga Meek has this. He has ownership in lids. He has this. Shit, bro. But I, I want to ask the same question. Well, this question is a little bit more straightforward. But um, do you think they were so far ahead of their time that they won't have an issue with adapting to the current state of music? No issue. No issue at all. I can't foresee an issue. Um, no. <laughs> Very no, short no. answer. And they coming home, they're still young. Very young. Are they even 25 yet? Or they just touch a twenty five? Maybe, maybe twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like twenty one when they went. They yeah, only think they it was twenty one. I don't know. Might not have been. They're very young. Let's just mm-hmm. say that. They have nothing but time ahead of them. As long as they do what they're supposed to do, stick to the music, bro. Mm-hmm. Stick to the music. Now let me ask you this question: Who do you think? What label do you think they belong to? They belong on, and what what would work out best for them? Honestly, Rock Nation. Rock Nation probably. Rock Nation in terms of the way that the music industry has shifted. I feel like, prime example, Griselda. Mm -hmm. Griselda, as they did their their due diligence, being independent, and then getting signed to Shady, Mm -hmm. then getting managed by Rock Nation. So they had two big juggernauts in their mm-hmm. pocket and they releasing street shit on Shady and getting the love. And it's not necessarily about the numbers mm-hmm. because they know the people that they have on this on this label. Now, I'm thinking it's either that or who's who's when you say Rock Nation, you mean for management purposes or you mean I mean the label. For, OK, I mean the label. I feel like. They have to do, in my opinion, them doing business with Jay would make the most sense in the sense of him understanding the momentum the that they will have. Because they already got Casanova over there. They already got Meek over there. They're going, they're going to be the main focus over there. They got Griselda over there. They got Cole, in a sense, on the management side. Um, no, on the label side. But I just feel like because of where underground music is now and that really being like the forefront of hip hop right now mm-hmm. they that that makes the most sense okay. their kind of music is the is the music that is in now now yes. imagine, that was 7 8 years ago yeah, that they did right, this right. now this shit is at the forefront like when you hear hip hop today the that's people you that's who you, that's who they talk about mm-hmm. god rest his soul pop smoke mm-hmm. uh um uh, little TJ. Uh, what's the other? What's the other dude? Um, I don't know these other niggas. <laughs> um, uh, Fabio. 
Griselda, like mm-hmm. that's the music of hip hop of rap today right that's being discussed. Mm-hmm. It's not the holes, the Nas, no. the you know Drakes and stuff like that. In in a sense of the pushes, like that's not being talked about as much as this new mm-hmm. generation of music. So when they come home, it they automatically hold. That's what I said. They that's why I said hold. I don't think they're gonna miss a beat because they're that's what's that's what's live right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think there's gonna be any issue with them getting back. And I, I feel like they they already got music to, that that could be ready to be released. QC too. I forgot about that. Migos. QC. Really that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was think actually thinking QC. The label. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Because he either. got a bunch of like rowdy niggas like that over there too. <laughs> well, you I don't know if you there's a remix to computers with the Migos. Oh, is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, but that was around the time that they was trying to put out the Schmigo album. But uh they stopped uh three hundred stopped it. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason that it didn't come out, is because of the Migos label at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, that makes sense. At least you know we're gonna get the records from them. Yes. Me personally, I wouldn't want them on QC. Mm-hmm. I would want them to have their own label situation mm-hmm. and be like. I I feel like, okay, on a positive end, if they go to QC, that I look I look at that no different than Snoop going to No Limit and being great for them in the sense of freedom and shit like that because i look at qc like no limit and cash money mm-hmm. but i i would much rather them to get all the shine that they deserve without sharing it with being um, on this particular yeah. label and I shit like so. that yeah. but um freedom guys man I, all this week i've been listening to rowdy mm-hmm. uh rowdy verse on hot nigga was mm. fanatical is not a word fantastic <laughs> fanatical is the name of this episode fanatical <laughs> fanatical <laughs> Fanatical. That shit's fanatical. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, come on, just fanatical. Um, let's see. Uh, fanatical. Oh my god. Uh, you hear me? Last up, we got a. Uh, oops. Not the last song of the episode. We have. Woo! I'm not doing that. Um, Meg the Stallion. Vicky Lowe, Ride or Die from the Queen and Slim soundtrack. If it's name money, then mine right beside it. Real fucking ride or die. I'ma ride that dick like a stolen car. I got the best pussy that you had thus far. Which bitch you know going hard is me. I'ma ride or die and I don't need the key. I'm finna bounce that ass and drop that ass and pop it like a shootout. I pull them panties down, they smiling like they bought the food out. Bop on their face and make like a luau. the most distinctive difference between the barb movement versus the city girl hot girl summer movement hmm any difference these but but one that stands out yeah one that stands out to you being a woman and that that's basically all our errors together like in the sense of I don't think there are I mean I don't know That's a tough question because I think Barb's 
Barb's kind of okay. Let me put it to you like this: I think Hot Girl City Girl movement promotes. <laughs> Not to make it seem like this should be a really three way dance. So Bob's yeah. versus City Girls yeah. versus Hot Girls. But I think City Girl and Hot Girl are way more similar than Barb's to either of them. Okay, that's because fine. Hot Girl City Girl gives off this "you a bad bitch" it's black girl magic. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Fuck that nigga type of vibe, mm-hmm. right? Which it's pretty dope in general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whereas the Barb movement, it doesn't really, to me, it doesn't really say like, Barb movement I look at is just literally y'all are following Nikki. Yeah. Like, it's like follow the leader. There is no independent thinking mm-hmm. to, to being a Barb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think it, I don't, I haven't gotten what the message is behind being a Barb versus where the message to be a hot girl, city girl is very clear. Mm-hmm. Very clear. I would say that's what the difference is between the two. Between the three, whatever. Um, now, between Hot Girl and City Girl. City Girl, I mean, she telling you, they telling you to finesse them niggas. Yeah. Like, straight up. Hot Girl is like, be your best self. And twerk while you're doing it. Yeah. And you can finesse these niggas along the way. <laughs> but that's not the main message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's the difference. Okay. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree from a man's perspective. I feel like the Barb shit is mm. just a whole bunch of shut up. Um, but but you know what's funny to me, especially like more, you know, when what? No, go ahead. What she say? Go ahead. When summer comes around and you know girls screaming hot girl summer, city girl summer, whatever y'all be saying, niggas automatically take that as mm-hmm. it's 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 her. You a hoe? <laughs> Where are you now? Let me let me say something. Like the city girl shit. I don't. I'm not. City girl songs are catchy, but I, I would never call myself no city girl. And I don't necessarily always agree with the shit they be saying because, like, they really be giving off a vibe of, like, yo, you know, finesse these niggas all the way. Mm-hmm. Rob these niggas. And I'd be like, I'm not I'm not about that. <laughs> I'm past that point in my life. <laughs> Whereas I relate way more to Hot Girl Summer because it's like, I, I, a hot, being a hot girl does not mean I'm out here being a hoe. Like, being promiscuous. Yes. It's a way, it's more of a reach with a hot girl summer to say that. Mm-hmm. But I can't understand why. But I think it's intimidation. Mm-hmm. The men who say that, and it's not all of them, but the men who say that y'all are intimidated that women don't give a fuck now no more. Mm-hmm. They don't care about what you think about them. Yeah. That's not, you calling up. It's, yeah. it's, and I, I started thinking about Amber Rose and the slut wall, but that's a lot different. But I, I'm not. What I'm saying is when women say the hot girl summer stuff and men that have an issue with it, the men that take issue with it is the men that within arguments would say shit in order to, just people in general say stuff to hurt someone's feelings and you just taking it in just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you feel me? I don't care. I mean, it's, you know how the double standard works with, yeah. with you know, just yeah, sex in general mm-hmm. and men and women. So I'm not called a hoe. Mm-hmm. But a, a woman that is promiscuous might not get that same energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so in my opinion, I think the barbs are just situations of people just whatever she says yeah. goes when mm-hmm. there's no explanation of why she said that. At least Meg gives explanation of why things are said 
the why she says the things she says, and she's intelligent. She's she goes to school. She's been doing college courses during a time period. I don't think she graduated yet. We would know. She said last year. She said she she would be done in December, but she may not be walking until this May. Okay. Because that that's what happened to me. That yeah. might be that kind of. So situation. she uh you know I I she still promotes you know getting an education independence like yeah like you yeah. can do whatever you want just make sure you're good at the end exactly you you got yourself. and you're not depending on somebody versus yeah. city girls is like oh they're depending on the fact that this man has money mm-hmm. and i'm going to cash out on him did you hear the explanation when city girls were like when the city girl summer was a thing did you hear the explanation that they gave Mm-mm. to defend themselves which a little, was a little, it was kind of bullshit. But basically, they were going along with along the lines of hot girls. Some of us like we just saying that if you want to mess with this man, make sure you know your worth and you get what you deserve out of it. Basically, that's that's what they're trying to say. To and but they were like, yo, y'all are blatantly saying like sleep with these niggas and get get money. Like that's mm-hmm. prostitution, sis. <laughs> and it, it is. is. It is. That's promoting prostitution. That's literally what it is. You sleep with somebody for a payment of some sort. Direct and and I mean obviously everybody will say, you know, or aren't isn't dating a form of prostitution along the line somewhere in the sense that like you this man taking you on dates and paying for you to eat, ultimately to sleep with you. Eh, that's, that's not always the end result. That's, that's just like people saying you always pay for pussy in a sense. Yes, that's uh, exactly the same thing. But that's not always the end result. Just because you take me on dates don't mean. We going back to script. Like you, I, he might just be the nigga that takes me on dates, mm-hmm. and that just might be it. I was hungry, we, <laughs> but or we or or it may take way longer for us to get to that that second point. But essentially, it's like the city girls are specifically calling out, like if you gonna give him time, he gotta pay for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's an escort or a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an escort. Maybe that's the I mean, that's the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an escort. escort. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, that wraps up the show. Uh, any shout outs? Yeah, I'm shout hungry. out. <laughs> you say pizza. Shout out to you. Thanks. Thank you for Thank having you. me. Thank you. Thank you for being your wonderful self. Thank you. Um, shout out to my vegan page. I haven't really been doing much with it. I gotta get back on it. Mm-hmm. Um, shit vegans eat. S H X T underscore vegans underscore eat on Instagram. Follow me. Go check out if y'all interested in vegan food. Check out my uh, my thoughts and opinions on some Philly vegan spots. Um, shout out to Pre and It's Predestined, the podcast, all on Instagram. She's on all streaming platforms. Check her out. Um, shout out to my girl Tasha, uh, lovely lady Tasha on Instagram. She just dropped a book, Divorce Your 9 to 5. It's a book to uh, for entrepreneurship. Um, very proud of her. She's also into real estate. She's an HR professional, so she knows what she's talking about. She has kind of like this media influence group that she started. Um, super dope. Go look up the book, Divorce Your 9 to 5 by Latasha Becton on, um, I think I got it on Amazon, I think. But lovely lady Tasha on Instagram, you can, you can find the link. Um, shout out to all my pregnant friends. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. I literally have like six baby showers. It's something, something. I don't know what they eat and drinking, but I need to avoid it. You don't need none of that. No, <laughs> ain't no babies up over for her, son. So shout out to them though. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Shout out to all my friends. <sighs> shout out to the gang, the band, Stacy, Norm. Um, Norm was a little under the weather today, uh, this oh, week, so. Better. 
Hope Norm's alright. Stacy's doing great. Uh, shout out to them. Shout out to Coach Class Podcast, four twenty wrap up podcast. Um, damn, what is this? Um, take your time. Take your time, Pastor. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out, shout out to all the good people. Um, listen, March. Um, yeah, we missed a week. I'm sorry. <laughs> life, life hit me. <laughs> I was trying to do a lot, man. Uh, yeah. Like busy taking vacation days. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody, man. I, I ain't got too much else. Uh, shout out to Baby Corey. As always, how in this Baltimore County forever. Fanatical. Fanatical. That's the word.